It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and you know I tell you, it's Friday. Friday. And uh, this is one of those... uh, uh, times where, you know, we are all going to get an opportunity to learn a lot from the new generation, the new generation on uh, some of the things that uh, are major issues in our society uh, uh, and some of the ways that they're thinking uh, to tr- help try to combat uh, some of these situations and circumstances. And sometimes it requires new innovation, way of thinking, entrepreneurship, uh, to start uh, new projects and, and just uh, love and compassion. So before we even get started, I'm going to let the listening audience know that if you want to join in on this conversation, the number is one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. And tonight, you know, beginning the weekend, we're going to talk about um, entrepreneurs, dreams, to redefine American culture. <laughs> and and we got a young lady here that just graduated from UCLA in 2019 that's doing wonderful things out there. And she's going to educate us on how we can bring things together in our great country, bring people together in our great country, and just all oh, just share in and with ideas on what we can do to make it better. So, but, but before we start this, uh, I got to always say uh, uh, welcome to my co-host who's here, Michelle Cooley. How are you doing today? I'm good. Happy Friday. It's happy Friday. And uh, the show contributor, Chuck Trenoni, how are you doing today? Doing wonderful, James and Michelle. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. My Hi, great man. producer, Noah, how are you doing? Another uh, another fantastic Friday. We've had a great series of shows this week, and I'm excited to get started on this one. Yeah, and we're going to get started like six on... six bags of popcorn at least. Well, we're going to need at least uh, <laughs> six bags of popcorn today because uh, she's going to bring it, and uh, everybody needs to pay attention and learn on how we can uh, bring ourselves together and just uh, learn to love each other. You know, one of the things, Noah, b- before I get started is uh, today was uh, uh, my second uh, date night with my wife in the last uh i say six months I that's remember. great man you guys are doing that more often i love that oh yeah you know we went across the street to season 52 man it was absolutely oh that's an epic place oh man how did you like that place michelle I love that place. I mean, I had trout. I had a crab cake. And oh, don't start with seafood. I love that. I do. I love seafood. It was just so nice to just be out and just enjoy each other's company and at a good restaurant. It was amazing. It's encouraging that things are opening back up again, for sure. It is. And that was our first time actually eating indoors uh, since the, the pandemic. Yeah, the indoors start. starting to open up again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, no, we got this great guest, you know, and I, I, I can't wait to get started, you know, and, and uh, to let the our listening audience and uh, actually all of America in the world know who she is. You know, so, Chuck, as we get ready to start this, can you tell our listening audience what the purpose of today's show? I'd be happy to. Tonight's show is about learning a how an entrepreneur in the fashion industry is literally redefining culture, exploring race, racism, and the purpose behind this brand and company, and to discuss culture and its importance in driving this businesswoman to achieve success. Wow. You know, Michelle, can you introduce, I haven't even called her name, but can you introduce our today's guest? Yes, her name is Amanda Lay, but we call her Mandy. Mandy Lay, a graduate from UCLA in 2019, is a social entrepreneur who works in the fashion industry. 
She recently launched her own hat brand with the intention of prompting people to question their own opinions and perceptions surrounding different facets of our culture. Mandy's ultimate goal is to encourage productive conversations surrounding controversial topics and to find a common ground that would help our country move forward. She wants to foster meaningful change and to uplift marginalized populations in our society. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Mandy Lay. Welcome to the show, Mandy. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, absolutely. You know, once uh, uh, I was talking to Coach Deshaun Burns, you know who, who that is. And, um, <laughs> oh, you know, do I. <laughs> uh, and, and I remember you. I remember you when you was in high school. And uh, I, I am so proud of you doing some great things. Can you tell our listening audience a little bit more about you and where you grew up at? Yeah, so I actually grew up in Temecula. So I've been there. I was there my entire life up until I went off to L.A. for college. Um, yeah, it was honestly, I think at the time, I definitely underappreciated how great Temecula was as a place to grow up. Um, I know that my parents were really intentional about where they wanted to raise us in terms of, in a sense, um, keeping us in a bubble, but also getting us outside of our bubble just the right amount. So when I say keeping us in a bubble, that meant that they knew that at the end of the day, if I went over to a friend's house and I forgot to call them, they were sure that I was safe or I could walk down the street and I could play with my neighbors and things like that and not have to worry about what other kids in the society and in this country have to worry about. Um, So I was incredibly blessed and I understand the privilege that I had in growing up in a completely safe and stable environment. Um, But also a lot of my childhood was my parents constantly getting us out of that bubble And whether it was going down to Mexico to visit orphanages um, or whether it was feeding homeless people in San Diego or going on missions trips to like outside of the continent to Peru to work at a special needs orphanage and different things like that. um, My parents really, in my opinion, did a great job of reminding us that we were blessed. And it's, in my opinion, not something that... I deserve and it wasn't something that you know I had nothing to do with my circumstances but for me my parents also built us up with a mindset of you are privileged you are blessed but what are you going to do with that and how are you going to help other people with the things that you were blessed with you know uh, that that is absolutely fantastic I am so can't wait to you uh, tell us about your organization culture or redefine? What is exactly is that? That is a great question um, because I'm definitely trying to work out some kinks about the direction that I've been heading. Um, but Culture Redefined is, right now, it is a hat brand. And uh, um, it actually started because I wanted to raise money for a new black artist and his music video that I kind of accidentally... Um, got him excited about in terms of I was asking him about his music and I asked if he had music videos out for his music because he is also his name's DJ Sussy and the things that he um, raps and sings about is exactly what is going on in our culture but um, he's very thoughtful and thought-provoking in what he does so I actually met him and said, hey, do you have a music video for this one song? And just because I wanted to see if he had any other content out. And uh, he thought that I wanted to make him a music video. And I saw the light in his eyes. So I went ahead and I raised money to make it happen. Wow. Mandy, did you, what, what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? What, what influenced you? I would definitely say my dad inspired me to be an entrepreneur because he, again, like he's a fantastic entrepreneur. He's been in everything from real estate to um, banking to random companies here and there. And I've seen the life that he's been able to create for both us 
and also the ways that he's been able to help other people in terms of making their dreams come true. So for me, being an entrepreneur is, yeah, I can create freedom for myself, but also that lends freedom to help other people through what I'm doing. Wow. You know, so hey, we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we're going to continue to have this discussion with, with Mandy. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, just like I said, we, we, we're talking to the new generation that's going to educate us and uh and uh, uh, it's all about love. And uh, if you want to become part of the conversation, please call in at one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Mandy, did you always want to be part of the fashion industry? If so, why? And also, what is the meaning behind your hat? <laughs> All great questions. Um, no, I actually didn't want to be in the fashion industry until this year. Um, this was something that, again, it kind of happened randomly. I was actually a economics and political science double major. So at some point in my life, I thought I was going to law school. And then I realized I didn't want to be a lawyer or a politician. And after that, I took a few different iterations from real estate development to the sports industry. And this year, I really had the time to step back and think through things that I was actually passionate about um, and with the hats and kind of different other things that are in the works. I can't really discuss them yet, but um, I, I did realize along the way this past year that it, the fashion industry is something that I was passionate about. And um, I'm sorry, what was your other question? Well, I asked uh, <laughs> what was the meaning behind your hat? Okay. So, Oh yes. Um, the meaning behind this hat is that, Color is cool. Um, it's redefining color as just cool. And um, that's not to mitigate different things or erase different struggles that different colors, people of color have. Um, but when I say that color is cool, it's one of those things to just recognize that diversity in our country is a great thing, um, but it's also not everything. So you know, you see someone who is black or white or yellow or just a different race than you and being able to say, oh, that's cool. Um, and I think that a lot of that is just not complicating every little nuance about race and recognizing that the person staring back at you is still a person. Wow. Wow. 
Mandy, you just recently spoke about the influence of your family. How did your childhood shape your opinion about race? Um, well, I don't know if you guys can see me, but I have big curly hair. I have darker <laughs> skin. Um, yeah, and lighter eyes. And uh, there was a lot of conversations where I grew up because my family even, um, but especially in Temecula, they are, for the most part, blonde hair, blue-eyed. Um, that's a lot of my family, but also on the other side of my family, um, my grandma is actually Asian and Tahitian. But for me, I actually look different than everyone in my family. Um, really, though, it's quite an anomaly. And so there was a lot of, especially when I was growing up in a place like Temecula, is people would ask me, what are you? And that was something that it affected me in a different way. And I know that people were always asking because they were curious. Um, and it was never to be, they never had bad intentions for it. But for me, it is answering a question of what are you as a kid constantly. And then growing up with that question, it was hard because I didn't necessarily know the answer. Um but I did really have to reflect on and dig into who I was because that was the only thing that I could define because everyone around me was going to put whatever race they decided on me. And so with that, I really had to be confident in who I was as a person and be able to just kind of ignore those boxes because there isn't necessarily a box that I fit in by those standards. That's wonderful. Now as a young adult... How do you view race now, similarly or different? Um, I definitely have learned a lot more about what goes on with different populations when it comes to race. Because again, Temecula was pretty much a bubble in a lot of things. But I think that as a young adult, I really have stayed pretty grounded in the fact that I believe that people, who they are, matters a lot more than what they are. But also, that's not to forget that there have been things in the past and in the present that are still issues in our society. So recognizing that people do have different struggles because of their color, um, that's also incredibly important. And definitely recognizing that people are affected by that. And there's also people who are responsible for that. So um, as a young adult, definitely realize a lot more of what goes into it. But my views in terms of people are still people, regardless of color, that has remained consistent. Wow. You are way uh, ahead of your years. <laughs> you know, I'm going to ask this question because I mean, I just like how you explain that. What do you think we could do to help ease racism in, in, our, in our great country? When it comes to easing racism, I think that a lot of that, um, it's being able to take yourself outside of your own situation in looking at it from a different lens. So even though you might have an experience or you might view the world a, a certain way, recognizing that people of all backgrounds, I mean, and even people of similar backgrounds and similar colors and races, um, everyone has their own story. They have their own unique stories. So being able to really step outside of yourself and be willing to listen, I think that's the bigger thing is a lot of people have this idea in their head of how they think the world works or what they think racism is um, and being able to listen to people who have different views and who come from different perspectives and being willing to shift your own perspective too. Um, I've definitely done that multiple times through, I mean, whether it was in politics, whether it was in societal issues, it just, I feel like being open to changing your own perspective, not your, the core values that you have, but just more so, um, how you view the world and taking a more open mindset, not to say that you have to believe everything, but being willing to listen and um, possibly shift your thinking. You know, uh, 
We talked about your company a little bit, but uh, it had to be something. What was the tipping point in you starting your company? Honestly, um, going back to the music video, I believed in this person's music. I wanted to get them a music video, and I didn't have the money for it. So it was asking friends and family at first, and my grandma's actually, um, they were completely supportive, and they donated to my cause. And then from there, that helped me really start up um, making hats. So was taking the little money that they gave me and just making more of it. So, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I know. Uh, jump in on this conversation, man. <laughs> this is totally interesting. It's very interesting, and she's totally fascinating, and she's, you know, a go-getter. James, you might not know this yourself. You know, we re- kind of recently connected with this new show, and we're finding out a lot about each other. I actually love fashion and style myself. <laughs> Have for probably only like the last five, six years – what was it originally that kind of got that spark for fashion into your life? And you're like, I want to run with this. Um, honestly, it was something that I've always found was superficial. So I actually collected Vogue as a kid. Um, it was kind of, you know, you don't really talk about it, especially growing up in a place like Temecula. Everyone was always commenting on how much I did like clothes. I loved picking out things that were unique because I viewed it as an extension of me and being able to express myself through clothes. Um, And there's something about it. You know, I mean, I think everyone has their favorite sweatshirt that you put on and whatever that looks like, it is unique to you. Um, It's like an extension of yourself. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And uh, so with that, being able to create something that I could see my, that I could put out, and see other people wearing is that's one thing that once it happened once and once someone bought a hat and I saw them wearing it and how good it looked on them. Um, it was something that was cool because they put their own flair to it. And so that's kind of what's really been driving me with that. I hope you brought one of these hats or with you. So I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> oh, so, yes. Yes. So, uh, Michelle, you had a question for her. Yes. You know, any new company or new venture, there's always challenges and obstacles, Mandy. What has been the greatest challenge you have to overcome with starting culture redefined? Um, my own fear of failure and failure, I feel like, takes on a few different forms for some people but for me failure the failure that I'm scared about is the type that when you get so far down um, you can't necessarily pick yourself up again and for me that's something or when I say that is me having to look to the people around me and ask for help um, traditionally I've actually viewed that as failure So for me, overcoming that obstacle of humbling myself and admitting that I need help, um, that's definitely been the biggest obstacle for me. On the opposite end of the spectrum, what's your biggest drive? (laughs) My biggest drive is, honestly, um, I work with kids in the foster care system and being able to look at them when they tell me that they have dreams of becoming a fashion designer or an astronaut or a real estate agent um, and being able to look at them and tell them honestly that they can do whatever they put their mind to. Um, so for me, the drive in that is if I can do it, then I can teach them how to do it. And I can also tell them that they can do it because I, I believe it. As a single father, being able to pass along your your passion to to the youth, whether they're, they're your kids or not, for me, that's just something that's very just huge, and I absolutely love to do that myself. So I love your answer. I think that's very admirable. Thank you. And Mandy, I appreciate how you've uh, shared about culture redefined so far. How do you define culture? That is also a great question. Um, I think that how I define culture is – It's shared beliefs. Um, It definitely is shared beliefs within a group of people. But also, I feel like in a place like America, um, it's more so what different communities share and have in common. 
Um, and I think that in terms of American culture, what I've pinpointing pinpointed it to is jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> you, you, you know, then we're having so much fun. We got to take a station break, but we're going to come back and finish this discussion with Mandy. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, if you want to join in and be part of this conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. No, she is bringing it today, she's man. She's definitely bringing it. It's so inspirational, and she's fascinating, and I just, I'm loving finding out more about her life. You know, she mentioned something to me, uh, to us a second ago What's about that? her working with the, the foster homes. And I love and that. that. And, and that's one of the main things that my foundation does. Uh, we work with the foster home. We work with group homes. And, uh, you know, we work with at risk. And uh, I just invited her to join me in a couple of weeks at speaking to uh, one of the, the uh, group homes. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly um, would love to. Genuinely would love to. Yeah, JC, I can't think of another group that's more needing of encouragement than foster kids. They, they, they go through so much. And so to have inspirational messages given to them by as many people as possible, that's a home run. And, and we got uh, this uh, uh, foster center. Or it's more called Oak Grove Center in Temecula, California. And, uh, you know, we had one of the, the actually the CEO and, and president of, of that on our show uh, a few weeks back. And uh, she would love to have uh, a young lady like like Mandy to come out there and speak to these uh, the kids because uh, a lot of them turn out to be very very successful when they are uh, given the consideration and time and, and and shown love that you can do anything that you set your mind to. You know, so hey, Mandy, so we we got a lot of issues and concerns out there and 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 culture. What do you consider the cancer? What is cancer culture to you? Cancel culture. Um, (laughs) Right. So in my opinion, cancel culture comes from intolerance of other people's opinions, but also their actions, too. And in some ways, I think it's been really cool to see the way the cancel culture has worked in terms of um, I think that there's a few different issues that we've seen this past year that were I mean, when it comes to taking advantage of younger children or taking advantage of women or things like that, that's something that I think across the board, everyone can agree that cancel culture and canceling um, in quotes or, you know, publicly shaming those people for their actions. I think that that's where it has been productive, but I think that there's a lot of elements to it where it's just intolerance and not being willing to listen to the another person's perspective so i don't always think that it's a bad thing um, when it comes to certain issues but i think that when it comes to okay so someone said something that you didn't agree with so you know you're going to be intolerant of them um, i think that that's definitely something that is problematic in our society 
only because it's not it's not going back to listening to other people and trying to understand their perspective. You know, Mandy, uh, people have a, a different idea of what success means to them as far as their uh, endeavors or their the companies they've started. What is your idea of success for your company? My idea of success for my company is when I step away from it, um, being able to look at it and be proud of the things that I'm promoting and the things that I'm doing. So whether it is giving someone a hat that looks good and they might not get the message, um, they might not even understand what's on it. But for me, knowing that they're wearing something that has meaning behind it, um, that's something that is, in my opinion, a success. Um, and that's just at its core is being able to help other people too. Um, so that is successful, but obviously um, I do like making money. So <laughs> as an entrepreneur, um, I definitely like making money. So <laughs> well, man, that's awesome. We all do. Um, the thing is, is you just uh, agreed to participate and be help James with being uh, with the foster kids. And yet, so they're going to be interested in how you define success for yourself. So how, how do you? How I define success for myself is um, it's really similar to how I view success with my company, but being able to, again, when I'm depending on how old I end up being, but being able to look back and knowing that I ran my race well. Um, and that means, I mean, in a lot of senses, that means that did I do my best at showing other people love? Did I do my best at, you know, helping other people? Did I do my best when no one was watching? Um, so success for me was is being true to myself in terms of um, actually working and striving to be who I was called to be. You know, that's uh, you just explained one of the the pillars of, of my program. We call it the HIE. That means honesty, integrity, and ethics. And uh, uh, you just put it in a nutshell. But I tell you, how did your upbringing shape your perspective uh, for as leading to your successes today? My, um, I would say my parents, they honestly did their absolute best and still values in us. I mean, going back to honesty, integrity, and things that related to our character, um, they did, a, in my opinion, a great job at that because I can remember little life lessons that were incredibly annoying to learn at the time, but they were very intentional um, with a lot of things. And I also have a great family surrounding me. So that's extended family from I have grandparents who absolutely adore me um so yeah i think that having those foundations um definitely was important in all of that mandy what is american culture oh i definitely touched on this earlier but um i believe that at its core the most universal american thing um in our country is jeans and a t-shirt and i think that it's worn so many different ways, but I think that in America, one of the coolest things about it is we, I mean, some people say that we have a lack of culture, but I think it's, we just have incredibly diverse culture. Um, so going back to jeans and a t-shirt is it looks different for everyone. I mean, you could have on a pair of cowboy boots, jeans and a t-shirt, or you could be wearing a fresh new pair of Jordans, um, and jeans and a t-shirt. So I think that it looks different, but um, at its core, I think that also jeans and a t-shirt speaks to an element of hard work. And that's something that I truly do see in American culture. Wow. Well, Mandy, you're teaching all of us some valuable lessons tonight. <laughs> I'm wondering, what is the most valuable lessons your parents taught you? One of the most valuable lessons that my parents taught me is it's not about you. <laughs> and I think that um, what that meant was it's 
about like your life is about the people around you. And if you actually live your life in that way, um, that's something that is going to expand far beyond what you could do yourself um, because it does have a trickle down effect in terms of honestly making the world better than when you got here. Yeah, back in the uh, Wizard of Oz booth, Mandy, here. Uh, I I love what you're doing with your hats, and that's really cool. What is your long-term goal? So five years from now, where would you like future Mandy to be with fashion? That's a great question. (laughs) Um, Five years from now, I... What I honestly hope to do is to have an internship program for kids in the foster care system who are interested in fashion, but not only just interested in fashion um, from wanting to make clothes or design clothes, but from the production of it. So maybe they're not necessarily interested in the design aspect or the creative aspect, but maybe they love numbers and they do like math and they want something along that line so being able to give these kids experiences um that honestly maybe they wouldn't have had otherwise um and just getting them excited about something that seems fun um whether they end up in fashion or whether they end up as an astronaut um that's totally up to them but also going back to just them feeling important um, and like someone actually cares about them. You know what I love about her, James, is she is always with every one of her answers wanting to give back. Hey, hey I, I, I am following that. <laughs> you know, I, I'm very excited. I got to ask you this question because, uh, like I said, you are way advanced for your age. What have some of the most important lessons that you have learned from your mistakes? <laughs> <laughs> I have learned to fail fast. so yeah i've learned that when you do fail that you really just have to move forward and failing looks like you know ordering 18 things of the wrong fabric or things like that um or you know sending something to the wrong house just random little things within that um and mistakes that do come along in life is not being too hard on myself and Moving forward, figuring out how to fix it or make it better the next time. Well, I don't think you have failed that much because uh, <laughs> you're still young in age and uh, your vision, your understanding, and your focus, uh, the, at least how you are, are responding, answering these questions and just telling us and educating us, the older generation, <laughs> on what we might want to think about, thinking about in order to make this world a better place. So I really, really appreciate this. But we're going to have to take a station break. But we're going to come back. We, I want to see that hat. You know, so when we get, when we get back, uh, if you can just show us the hat, we can just show our, our, our listening audience, our Facebook audience, and uh, we can talk about the hat a little bit. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. 
Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, with the phones are open, 1 888 344 and uh, uh, Mandy is really bringing it, and she is uh, educating us. And, you know, uh, she she struck uh, my heart a little bit because it's all about giving, in my opinion. It really is. It's all about giving. It's all about just pouring your heart out and, and lifting someone up, and especially when it comes to the foster kids and the group homes and kids at risk. I mean, it just uh, that just uh, a real soft spot in my heart, Noah. You know, as I said, being a single father, I've always had a passion for kids. And, you know, kids are always looking for that encouragement. They're always looking for that inspiration. And I've tried to give that back to my kids. And I've always looked outside of that and kids that have been either adopted or in the foster care system. And kids that don't get that, they really have a hard time. They really struggle. But when they do get it, it makes all the difference in the world. And that's why the things that she's saying and the things that you're, you know, that you're saying, they're so important. You know, I, and I tell you, uh, uh, Mandy mentioned something about uh, mission trips. And uh, over the last few years, uh, we have done uh, probably about 20 mission trips where we take uh, uh, kids that are having pro- problems and issues or at risk or group homes, or we take them to uh, uh, Mexico. And believe it or not, no, we build a house from scratch. Oh, that's, that's uh, awesome. It teaches them a great work ethic, I imagine. Uh, in, in, oh, absolutely. And we do this in nine hours. <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. Now I'm blown away. <laughs> no, no. It, it's it's kind of like a cookie cutter. Uh, but, um, uh, but basically what we do is team the J.C. Cooley Foundation team with uh, uh, churches and other organizations. And what, what happened is uh, uh, we buy all of the, 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 lumber and this and that and uh-huh. and, and but uh, they send uh, a company over to lay the cement uh throughout the so week. they lay the foundation so the foundation is laid so what we do is we come back we have uh uh sometime electrician but we ha- we have builders people that are actually know what what they're doing and but they're not doing the work the kids and the the, the families are doing all that the is work awesome and it builds uh, work ethic. It builds confidence and it builds courage. Teamwork. It's certainly teamwork, but it also builds uh, the, the the gift of giving because once we, we, we get this house done, it, the house is only, uh, I think, 12 by 12. Uh, but, um, you know, family uh, uh, that might be living next door or might be uh, in the cardboard house or something like that, at the end of the day, we turn this over turn the key over to a family that's going to occupy this that did not have a foundation like that before. It builds probably the most healthy sense of pride in those kids that one can possibly imagine. And not just that, but the parents and the, and the kids want to go back the next uh, we want to go back on the next one the next one. Then we get more volunteers, more kids, more kids. And uh, it's, just, it's just been extraordinary. But you know, over the last year or so, we haven't been able to do that because of COVID. And that's why it's uh, it's important that we get past this pandemic so we can start doing, doing great those things. important things again. Absolutely. And uh, so uh, normally we, we, we do about four of those a year. We do it at Christmas time. We take gifts over. Uh, oh, that's awesome. And we, we feed the homeless. I mean, and we just do a lot of great things. And um, I'm curious. Have you ever heard back from some of the kids that have participated in some of those mission trips just saying how valuable the experience was for them? Absolutely. All the time, and and most of the kids is like I tell you that uh, in my program, um, uh, they take that learning experience, they take that foundation, they go to college. This year, uh, in twenty twenty, 
we had uh, 15 of the kids that was in my program to graduate in four years. That's awesome. From, 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 from college. And, uh, you know, it's just we have to continue to build uh, that, that confidence. And we have to continue to build uh, all of that encouragement. We have to uh, let them know that you can. You can do anything that you set your mind to. It's ironic because as they're building the house and they're being shown things on how to do that, that is only one of the things they're building. As you just said, they're building that self-confidence. They're building up that strong will within themselves to help them get through life. Yeah, and those are life learning skills that they's gonna that's gonna uh, last forever with them, and then they're gonna pass that off to others. They're gonna pass that off to their kids, and that's gonna make the world a better place because it's all about love, Noah. It's all about love, and I think I wish more people would remember that. And that's why we had to continue. Uh, to pass that message, we had to continue to instill that. We had to continue to educate. We had to continue to do all of these things, you know. So, uh, you know, hey, I think we we, we kind of took the show away from uh, Mandy yeah, we a little get back bit to the to the spotlight of it, what needs to be talked about here. But she she, <laughs> she is. Uh, I think you brought a hat with you. Can can we can we see one of the hats? Yeah, we can. Can you sh- show uh, up here? <laughs> Let me let me let me explain that to our radio. Uh, I tell you, this is a beautiful hat. Uh, it's called the color a cool. How, how you pronounce that? <laughs> it's um. So what the design is is it's when you look at a dictionary and you see the definition. So you have the actual word, then you have the pronunciation, then you have the syllables to it, and then it is defined as cool. That's something else. That is something else. <laughs> Yo, I, I love this hat. Hey, uh, can I have this? Yeah, it's all it's, yours. <laughs> I'm going to wear it. man. <laughs> wow, that does look great on you, babe. <laughs> so, Mandy, I got a question for you. Um, what, was there a defining moment in your life that shifted your perspective on life, period? Um. I think that there were definitely a few um, different pivotal moments in my life, but I think that one of the biggest ones was I actually lost my best friend when I was um, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. And uh, something like that is at that early of an age, um, he was honestly one of the best people that I knew. When I say he was my best friend, um, yeah, he was honestly someone that, I aspired to be like, um, and everyone that knew him would say the same. So the perspective that shifted in my mind was that when people, it took a new meaning to life is short. Um, and I think that at the end of the day, like he wasn't, his death wasn't expected. Um, so for that, it really prompted me to kind of, really take on the mentality of you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So you might as well um, make the best of today. Wow, that's awesome. That's amazing what you're saying. I'm wondering then, how have you handled adversity throughout your life like this one and others and within your company so far? Um, I have... Honestly, when it comes to handling adversity, um, for the most part, as I said, it's failing fast and moving forward. Um, So adversity, even from driving from Los Angeles to La Jolla, um, I sat in four and a half hours of traffic and it was a good four and a half hours of me (laughs) self-reflecting. But yeah, um, I think that it's a lot of just taking life as it comes and rolling with the punches. Um, but yeah. That's cool. Andy. What's been your biggest support over the whole journey? Uh, obviously, I'm sure family comes alongside and supports you, but is there a certain individual that's really just said, you know what, you got this, no matter how many times you might get discouraged, that has come alongside you? Um. Going back to family, I would say, honestly, my grandmas. I have three amazing grandmas, 
one of them is a twin, so I just got an extra one, and then my mom's mom, and I think that those are um, honestly some of the strongest women I know, but they don't, um, there's a lot of humility to them. So when it comes to someone who really is going to pick me up every single time, I know that I just call my grandmas. Um, when I get really down, I'm not kidding. Um, I really do call my grandmas. So I, I truly believe that they're going to tell me that I'm fantastic and wonderful and that I'm going to be fine every single time I call. You are. You are wonderful. <laughs> okay, so uh, our listening audience, what is the most important message you want our listening audience to take from uh, your your message today? The main message is that whoever you are talking to, you can't assume that you know the full story. You can't assume that you know their entire story. So when it comes to really having an open heart and an open mind to someone that you're talking to, whether they look like you, whether they don't look like you. Um, just remember that you, most of the time you really don't know what's going on in their lives. Wow. That's powerful. How can I listen to audience get in touch with you and also get one of the hats? <laughs> <laughs> so they can go on the website. It is culture, um, hyphen defined at, just.com. Um, that's how they can get a hat. And then my email is adl at culture-define.com. You know, listen to the audience, please support uh, this great cause. And this, this young lady is doing some fantastic stuff. And I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show. We're certainly going to invite you back again at a later time. <laughs> you know, I, I'd like to thank uh, my co-host, Michelle Cooley, uh, my uh, show contributor, uh, Chuck Chinoni, my great uh, uh, producer, Noah. Uh, yeah, you got real quickly. Oh. Other thing, um, you can actually get the hats at Overload. Um, that's a skate and surf store or west of Camden. All right. All oh, yeah. right. Sorry, I forgot to slide that in there. <laughs> hey, listen, audience, uh, I thank you. And uh, we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message to you. I want everybody to have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. You know, we're going to start this off again Monday. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll see you Monday. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.